0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ben from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Dan. Hey!
1: hey
0: We're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado Joe, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ's dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service. <laughs> <laughs> Is that loud? We're very tired at the Is moment. That loud? I don't know if anyone realised, but it was Qfest this weekend, just gone. Um, I'll carry on. Stop yawning and the microphone, please. Sorry. They're dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products uh, with top-notch service and free advice from beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Pro Q Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers. Then check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. (laughs) (laughs) Stop yawning. So regardless how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Kamado Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation from smoking, roasting or searing. Kamado Joe is the premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. So get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out kamadojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. Boom! And on today's show we have Grand Champion from the Bunch of Swines, Ed Gash. Hi Ed, are you alright?
2: Yeah, I'm good mate, yeah?
0: Yeah, good, thank you. So, a bunch of swines smashed it at the weekend at QFest.
2: Yeah, I mean, we had a, a good weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, things went to plan, mostly. Um, but, you know, we had a good time. Yeah, uh, you know, we don't get to do a, enough contests in the UK, so it's quite nice to catch up with everyone, have the the social element on the, the Friday night. Uh, although I wasn't really... Uh, that with it to start cooking the side rounds
0: on the Saturday morning. No, <laughs> yeah, I guess that was probably a problem for everyone. If everyone who decided it was a good idea to have a bit of a party Friday night may have struggled a little bit on the Saturday. We didn't make it easy yeah. for you on Saturday, did we?
2: No, it was. Uh, but then I think that did also help in a way because it sort of just meant you, you, know, had to get up and get on with it um, rather than spend the, the rest of the day uh, led down nursing a hangover.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah, so we did. We did like the we did a burger round, bacon round, seafood round, steak round, and chili round. Um, yep. Are they, are they new to you? Have you done many, most of these rounds before?
2: Uh, I mean, we've done SCA cook off once before at a, a contest a couple of years ago, well, last year I think it was, um, and yeah, I, I've never done one of the chili cook offs before, so yeah, that was quite interesting to see uh, and, and actually do. You know, it was something I've always liked the chili that I cook, so it was quite nice to actually you know make it and see what uh, see what the judges thought of it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the other side rounds, like burgers and bacon and seafood and so on. Yeah, they're sort of standard ones. for you know, when you have got, like, side rounds or, you know, ancillary rounds uh, at, at events like grill stock and so on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And there was some, some real nice stuff out in all the rounds. And I, I really like the, for me, I like the chili round. I like the um, sort of people's choice aspect of it. And i I thought that was really good, like I got more people involved, like from the members of the public getting to have their say, and it was like feedback <laughs> that people had given to me afterwards was uh, oh, we really enjoyed that bit because like we could do more of that sort of thing at the event,
2: yeah, I mean, I think uh you know getting spectator involvement in in any kind of cooking event um is quite important um or you know you should definitely be encouraged. Uh, I mean, you know, when I do, uh, you know, when I do some contest and, you know, they'll have strict rules about not being able to hand out any samples and, you know, people come along, they want to see the barbecue. And, yeah, they want to talk to people cooking it, but, you know, they also want to taste it. So, you know, and, and then with the chili cook-off, they actually get to, you know, have their say as well. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a, a good format. And, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it should be more encouraged in, in other, you know, competitive cooking Sort
1: of uh, events. Mm. So already this early on in the season, you guys have got a, a few GCs under your belt.
2: Two so far this year. Yeah, two so far so, this year.
1: So
0: how, already how many, doing well. How many comps have you done this year so far?
2: Uh, we've done three. So we three. started off <laughs> back in sort of back in February. We did a, a contest down in Melbourne, in Australia. Oh yeah. Uh, we did the, the Yaks Barbecue Festival, uh, which was. Which was good. Um, really different. Uh and also, yeah, we're using borrowed equipment and, and things like that. Uh but yeah, it was great to see what the you know the barbecue culture has become like in in Australia. Um and then, yeah, we sort of started off our European season a couple of weeks ago, uh, over in uh Belgium at a, at a over the Easter weekend and then uh, yeah, Q Fest is the uh, the latest
1: one. Awesome, cool, cool. And speaking to like a lot of teams that were there, like after you had won, a lot of them were saying that uh, they sort of uh, they sort of guessed that you guys were gonna were gonna win it, and and they were just hoping to sort of uh, get as good as they could get. Like particularly speaking to people like uh, Dan from Rock and Regas and people like that, they were saying that they sort of knew you guys would smash it because you guys are such good cooks, and then they were just trying to to get as high as they can do you, do you do you think like that when you when you're arriving uh, at Qfest do you think that you've pretty much got this one in the bag or or is it completely different no, for you guys it,
2: no i mean, it, it, you know it's a bit different for us so, i mean you know, we, you know we went into something like Qfest with uh, a lot of expectation uh sort of on our shoulders um but you know it, it's it's not the first time that we've had that kind of expectation um so we've sort of yeah, you just get used to it more. Um, you know, we're pretty pretty confident and pretty comfortable with um you know our our recipes and the uh the processes we use in the presentations, you know, and everything, you know, our flavour profiles for the KCBS side. Um, it's just you know, making sure that you can deliver on it, you know, your cook runs well, uh, you know, your smokers behave the way they're supposed to. Um, and you know, there's always a lot of uh, worry when you, know, when you do have new judges as well. Um, so you know, there was a bit of it where it was like, well, you know, if we do well, you know, if we cook well, you know, we, we'll do our part. You know, if we do that, and then you know, it with the judges, and uh, you know, luckily they um, they agreed with us.
1: And I think like I guess the, I mean, it's always well and good to win a round, but you guys just do, you did consistently very well across. All of the KCBS rounds, and that's what really makes a difference. I mean, a lot of teams sort of uh, maybe do well in one or win one, and then sort of rank quite lower down in the in the in the other sort of three categories or, or something like that. Whereas you guys tend to do like well across the whole board, which sort of makes a difference when it comes to sort of overall points at the end.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's you know we've had to work at every single category. You know, we've we've had ones that have been you know, more natural for us, so, you know, things like, I mean, brisket, I've always loved cooking brisket, it's always been my favourite one to cook, um, but, you know, so, so we, you know, we, we've done okay with that to begin with, but, I mean, ribs and chicken have been terrible, well, you know, not terrible, but, you know, they've been our weakest rounds um, previously, and, you know, we've had to work a lot to actually bring them up to, to you know, to the levels that they need to be, and, you know, they're sort of uh, pretty much there now.
1: It was so far in the European team standings, your ribs are number one at the, this current second, uh, and overall you're you're number two. Very early on in the season, but you finished number two in the in the whole of Europe team of the year last year. How was how was that?
2: Yeah, um, to be fair, I mean the team of the year thing, yeah, it, it's you know it's something that you sort of have. Or me personally, you know, I don't really keep a, a massive focus on it. I, I sort of have a glance at it. It's a nice thing, but you know, really for us, you know, we, we just want to go around do the contest that we want to do. You know, we're not really that worried about, you know, oh, are there X amount of teams there so you get more points? Um, you know, we, we don't go chasing chasing it. Um we're just more where do we want to cook? Where are our friends going to be? And also, you know, sometimes there'll be other things that come in. You know, we want to compete against the best teams out there, so it'll be, you know, where are we going to find the hardest competition? Um, you know, because you know we, yeah, you, know, you know, we're we're not. Well, we we just want to just want to cook and cook against the best people out there, or you know, cook with our friends. And, you know, and uh, just yeah, yeah there's different things that go into it for us.
1: Cool, cool,
0: definitely. And obviously, on Sunday, our weather was not. Overly kind to us. How much does that affect, like, your cooking process?
2: Um, uh, at one point, I did have to make like a couple of adjustments. Um, you know, normally I would put our chicken back onto the cooker to set the glaze, set the sauce. Uh, But where our cooker was outside and it was tipping it down with rain, um, I sort of made the choice not to do it because I thought with all of that rain, I'll just end up with loads of little spots on it from the rain. Um, So, you know, we didn't do that. step. Um, You know, it's little little adjustments like that that we made. Um, But, you know, that comes with experience from our side. You know, we've been doing this for a a lot of years. We've done a lot of contests now. Um, So we sort of know... Yeah, what little tweaks we need to make to to try and make the, the best boxes we can.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So so on the on the list this year, where, where else are you heading to so far? Have you are you pretty much booked up for the whole season or are you still picking a few here and there?
2: No, no, no. no. I mean we're we're pretty much our, our calendar's pretty much locked in now. So um, you know, we've got quite a few contests in Belgium, quite a few contests in Holland. Uh, a couple in Germany, uh, we're going back to Italy again, uh, obviously out to the US as well for the uh, American Royal uh, invitation and the Open, uh, and then yeah, we've got a, a couple in the UK as well.
1: Awesome, awesome. Are you at you this end of this month? Yes. Cool, cool. Looking forward to that one. Hopefully me and Ben are going to make it up and, and support that one and, and see see all the guys again, because so quite a few of them are the guys that we're at Q-Fest, and, uh, and it'll be good to see uh, some other faces that are coming over and meet some more people?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it will be it will be really interesting, Brewing Q, um, because obviously there's the, the back-to-back element to it. Yeah. So, you know, teams that are cooking the Invitational on the, you know, the Friday night for Hand-In on Saturday, and then doing it all over again on the, the Saturday night to Hand-In on the Sunday. Um, yeah, me, me and Emma have done it a... a you know, quite a few times because that's what the American Royal Invitational and, and Open contest is like. Um, but it, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. and, uh,
2: it'll be interesting to see how the other teams uh, sort of cope with it. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing you know, I'll, I'll see a few of them and talk to them on the, on the Saturday night and they'll just be like, what the yeah? You know, are we doing? Because <laughs> um, it, it, it is you know doing one contest is hard enough. Um, doing two in a row is uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of effort.
1: Do they do like separate meat inspections for each comp and stuff? So can you not like crack on until for your like your second lot of prep and stuff until until your second meat inspection and bits and pieces like that? Exactly
2: well so they do do two meat inspections you know so you'll have a meat inspection on the friday morning then you will have a meat inspection on the, the saturday morning um but you can do, you know you can get some of the work done in advance so you know you can do you can do your trimming in advance it's just making sure you know you, you're not allowed to season um inject or brine so you know you can sort of do your your trimmings in advance and then or do it all in one big go uh, on the, the Friday, and then on the Saturday, you know, you, you'd have a bit less effort, you know, a bit less work to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, <laughs> I was going to say the five times that we've done the American Royal, we've never quite managed to do that. We just end up <laughs> sort of getting one lot done, and then you know, getting the next lot done the next day. Um, you know, it's just the way it works out sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I'll have lots of good intentions of getting things done in advance but uh <laughs> i probably won't and uh yeah i'll probably be there trimming chicken till late in the night
0: so but doing doing two back to back is it, are they like almost counted as two separate competitions so you're getting two lots of being you could be a gc twice in one weekend or
2: yes yeah. exactly that so you know you, you could be in the, the gc of the invitational contest and then the, the gc of the the open contest um you know it's not a very common thing to happen um just you know and, and to be fair with the you know the, the two contests, I quite liked it in a way, you know when we've done it at the the American Royal you know when we've had it uh say on the the invitational cook we've had it before where you know you're sort of there and it's like you know your cook didn't quite go to plan or how you really wanted it to um and you know rather than having to wait for a week or two for the next contest, you know you've got one. Literally, 12, you know, 24 hours the next day to, you know, to to make right what you what you messed up the day before. So you can really, you know, give yourself a talking to and and get on with it.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I thought it's because it is, like you said, we've been on we've been on one of your barbecue classes, and you know how much goes into doing all this sort of stuff. And to be able to do a practice run at home isn't really achievable unless you're going to have loads and loads of friends around to eat all that food and it's expensive to do it so like you said having like a two back to back gives you a perfect chance to really practice
2: yeah i mean that's it we we don't really get enough time with with everything else we've got going on to do much practicing at home so you know a lot of the time we'll make tweaks and changes actually when we're at the contests um yeah try yeah where we do a lot of contests it's it's easier for us because we can sort of go you know do two or three of them see if it works or not um and then make choices but uh but yeah at least with uh you know brewing queue it, it, it does give you that 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 opportunity to go right yeah you know, that didn't work so okay i'm gonna go at it again and do it better
0: how how often are you changing it because we c we see you you're consistently doing well at the moment are you just sticking with now you're you're at a level you like you know what you're doing you and that's it or are you still striving to try and improve so it wasn't too long ago you completely
1: switched to hot and fast was it so You've managed to like take yeah. that hurdle quite well and and carry on sort of GCing and doing really well.
2: Yeah, I mean, with the hot and fast stuff, I mean, we moved across to that in was it the middle of last year? Which I mean, it probably wasn't the best time to do it. Hmm. <laughs> um, just you know, we we were already doing well with our you know our, our original method of of cooking and timelines, but um, you know, I just it just it it makes things a bit easier for us for like travel wise, um, because we're not you know, we don't have to be at contests so uh, so early. So it actually um you know it's been a good thing for us. I use less vacation time, you know, less holiday time going to contest. It's just uh yeah, it was a bit of a learning curve. But you know, I mean when I say you talk about changing things, um, you know, it will be it will be something, you know, when I'm making changes, you know, the flavour profile I'm pretty you know, we're pretty nailed on with. Um, it's more about the cooking process, so, you know, and the times that we'll start things. So I'm always trying to tinker with the timeline to make sure that the meats are going to come off in the best possible state before we hand them in to the judges. Um, so, you know, it might be the difference between I'll I'll, I'll start cooking something, 10 15 20 minutes later i might foil something
1: five minutes earlier um that kind of thing mm-hmm. cool cool and speaking to you're talking about flavor profiles speaking to dan from the rocky end regas again <laughs> he was saying that basically uh he changes his flavor profiles for for where he is in europe just due to basically the the difference in in tastes he finds like people uh judges and from different countries when you have like a uh, competition in Germany, maybe the majority of judges there will be German. And in the UK, he said he finds that the the flavour profiles you can go a bit more wild on. Uh, and he said that they they tend to change their flavour profiles as to where they're competing. Do you do you guys do much of that, or do you sort of have exactly. your standard? No,
2: we, we we have our our standard, and you know it's sort of you know it, 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 touch wood. You know it, it, it's done okay for us. Um, in in all the different places that we've been, whether that's been, you know, in Italy, in Germany, Belgium, Holland, uh, the UK, uh, America, Um, you know, the only, yeah, I mean, there are some times that I sometimes think about it, um, but then, you know, if you're not from that area, how do you actually know what the the real flavor profile is of, of what people eat? Yeah. Um, you know, what they like. So, you know, I'd just be guessing at that anyway. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, I tend to see a lot of, you know, a lot of the the difference between, you know, one team and the next of, you know, what we're handing in. It, it's not taste is probably the least important, or not the least, but it's not the most important factor of what you're putting in the box. Um, you know, it, it, it's all about tenderness, you know, making sure that your, you know, your brisket is tender, it's still juicy, um, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we're all using similar sauces, you know, similar rubs, similar flavor profiles. You just want that generic barbecue-y taste uh, or competition barbecue taste. Um, but it's all about the tenderness.
0: Cool, cool. If If you could give, like, one... Tip to like a, a barbecue team trying to make their way up the ranks. What would your like best tip you could give them be?
2: Um, I mean, the best tip, um, to be fair, the best tip would probably be go and take a class. Um, you know, and, and that can be from from, from anyone. Uh, you know, it's find out you know what's working for somebody, um, how you can adapt that because you know classes will cover a lot of things, not just. Are what we're, you know, what you're cooking, uh, like flavor profile, spices that are used, but also, you know, timelines. I mean, we're really organized with our cooking. So, you know, when I talk about a, a timeline, I literally have a set of alarms in my, you know, in my phone, uh, that I set, you know, every time in a contest. It's like, right, okay, at this time, do this, at that time, do that. You know, having that, that timeline in place just makes things repeatable. Yeah, and if you're using like temperature controllers as well, you know your, your temperatures in the, in the pits are going to be stable. So, you know, if you've got something set at 250 Fahrenheit, and um, you know if you put your brisket on at 250, rather than waiting for a, an internal meat temperature, you know, if you do it often enough, you'll learn where you know you'll be able to cook more to time rather than to temperatures. So, you know, I can quite easily put a brisket on overnight or with hot and fast i'll put it on in the morning um and then when i come to foil i'll do it purely by time you know looking at the color of it and the time of it and then just go right okay at that time it will be ready to foil and it's always within 10 degrees of uh where i expect it to be
0: cool yeah yeah i definitely agree with you and i've found myself i think like you said it's just experience isn't it the, m- the more you're cooking the more you do get used to things and there was Certain things like I know if I got a pork shoulder outside, I'd always have set all my probes up back to the house, be watching the temperature. But these days, I'm just like, I know, like, after this many hours it's been out there, I just know I'll, like, I'll go out and wrap it now. I just, and yeah. I'll sometimes take the probe, sometimes just go, nah, it feels about right, I'll just carry on with it. I don't know if I'd be as relaxed if it was in a competition as that, but I guess if you do it enough, you get to that stage. I was going to ask you, I didn't, I, I popped into your tent to get a hot chocolate, because you also do hot chocolates from your tent, which is really nice, um, <laughs> I popped in, I don't know if that's a standard thing for everyone, or if i got special treatment, but popped in, got a hot chocolate, and whilst I was in there, there was a couple of alarms that went off on phones, and I, I wanted to mention it, but I didn't know if it was a secret or not, so I didn't want that to mention it, but I mean thought that was a good thing, how do you set it all up, do you have like... A kind of a, a list printed out that you know you're going to pre-program all of these alarms in or have you got a more clever procedure than that
2: they just saved alarms in my phone so when it comes to a contest before i go to bed i just set all the alarms you know the one that tells me when to get up the one that tells me when to put the brisket on you know the one that tells me when to go and have a coffee um <laughs> and uh you know, I I set those off and yeah, they'll, they'll just go off throughout the you know, throughout the morning just as a reminder of things that I
1: need to do. So if you want to be team of the year, steal Ed's phone yeah, and marry Emma time. before Ed does and, <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And you've got you've got some more of your barbecue classes coming up soon. Are they all sold out already? I know they usually sell out.
2: Um, I mean, I think we've got uh, a couple of spaces left on the the June class. Um, uh, I'm not, to be fair, I I mean, Richard from Barbecue Gourmet, he uh, sort of manages all of the the booking side of it. Um, But I mean, last time I spoke to him, I thought, yeah, we had a couple of places left in the the June class. I think that's June the 23rd, I think. Um, 23rd, 24th, something like that. Um, and then we've got a class at the end of July, uh, which, again, I know that's filling up. Uh, and then we are in just trying to agree dates with the venue uh, for uh, an October class. Um, and then that will be that will it all locked in.
0: Awesome. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so I've just had a look on the site. There's the 24th, 25th of June and uh, the 29th yeah, yeah. and 30th of July. And then, like you say, to be confirmed for October.
1: I mean, as that was your tip yeah. to, like, to other teams to to do a course of some sort, uh, whoever it may be, I can really, really vouch for your course. Me and Ben went on it, and you literally run through the cook as if, so you actually have, like, turn-in times that are sort of uh, in line with, sort of, KSPS turn-in times, and you go through... Uh, like when you would start the whole timeline you go through all your rubs sauces how you do all your techniques and it was so in depth and so informative that i mean yeah i mean we yeah, both I mean, were like oh let's just go yeah. and start a barbecue yeah. team we yeah. came <laughs> away like, we
0: went there we we were like we've always been a bit like oh we, we like competition, but it's not really our thing. But after that day, you like you made us so enthusiastic about it. It was like we're going away from here. We we've definitely got to go and. And just because
1: we had never like done it before, it's like yeah. something that I know that we will do it at some point. But it's something like uh, quite daunting and and a bit different and cooking to times so barbecue never is never great cooking to time. So I mean, cooking to an actual time of handing and stuff and like that. Uh, yeah, it really gave came out with like the confidence to actually give it a go, which was which was super cool. Time is not really our strong yeah. point, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: I I found I, I found it quite interesting at, at G Fest. Is um, I mean, there were a couple of people that came along on the weekend that've also done our classes, and you know, one of the guys was sort of stood in our tent as I'm doing things and, and I'm just you know, carrying on as normal, and you know, he's there like. I remember that bit. <laughs> I remember that bit. it's yeah, sort of when I'm going through yeah, you know, basically our standard cook. Uh, and he's like, Yeah, I remember you doing that and doing that and it's um yeah. trying
0: to trying to catch you out, see what you didn't tell him.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, you know, you saw exactly the same as uh, as what we did.
0: Yeah, and it was awesome. We we um we put a little video up on YouTube so if you look on the United Q channel you can see a little short clip of what you can expect to get out of the day um, but you get you can so much you expect to get very yeah. well fed yeah definitely Definitely. <laughs> awesome well thanks for coming on mate it's been really good to talk to you and congratulations again to you and Emma um, for yeah, no, smashing it at the weekend at our festival it's yeah. really really awesome thanks for coming along thanks no, for no, thanks. the support
1: no no
2: thanks for, for putting on the event it was a good weekend
0: awesome Cool. Well, we'll catch up with you soon, mate. Yeah, take care, bro. All
2: right. Cheers. See you soon. Thanks.
0: Bye. bye. All right, bye. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We are recorded yet another awesome podcast, Get Over Hump Day. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Commodore Joe, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ's dedicated to providing with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice from beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, Wanting to upgrade or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, then check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Kamado Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, Kamado Joe is the premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin-star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. Get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out kamadojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. And finally, Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky <laughs> goodness <laughs> Just stop messing around. And you provide the talent, I do. So, if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips, or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com. You can find them on Twitter under mm-hmm. smoke shack. Um Goodbye from me. Actually, before we go,
1: we announced the dates Q QFest next year.
0: No, not <laughs> yet. <laughs> no, yeah, we haven't decided that. Yeah, oh. it's, it's on the cards. We've got two dates. We'll let Ooh. you know. We'll let you know soon. Maybe, maybe by the time this is out. No, damn it. <laughs> Seriously though, it's close. Uh, so GC bunch of swines, but also I've gone blank. RGC, RGC. sorry, reserve RGC. grand champion was All was no, no Knickers Yes, and that was awesome. And third place McSlim's Barbecue. Uh, can I? Should I shall read the whole list. Do top five Barbecue Mates in fourth, and Smoking Yankees Barbecue Belfast in fifth place.
1: Well done, guys. Awesome. Well done to yeah. everyone else as well.
0: Yeah. Um, s- yeah, and thanks for everyone for all their support. Everyone's been so kind with their words, and we hope you all really enjoyed the weekend as much as we did. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you before, but we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> right, so let's sign out now. Uh, just let everyone know so that y- I'm the You normally biscuit. say goodbye from you. I said that earlier.
1: You didn't say goodbye from me.
0: Go on, and I'm the best cook. No,
1: but you, you have to say what? You have to say the part. So goodbye from me,
0: goodbye from you, and goodbye from me. I'm the jazziest
1: cook. It's not the script. Come on, oh,
0: there's a script. So, so goodbye. Okay, so goodbye from me, and goodbye from me. See I'm the best time. cook.